Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The 49ers blew out the Raiders on Thursday night, 34-3. Nick Mullins stole the show with three touchdown passes and the highest quarterback rating in an NFL debut since the 1970 merger. RJ, what does Vegas make of the dominant performance of the 49ers? You know, Jonas, I know as time has passed, I've impressed you pretty much more and more each day. Of course. But the fact that I said Mullins would have the greatest debut in the history of the modern NFL, that has to be the most impressive prediction I ever made. Well, I would think, and also because you thought of Mullins like I did, and I thought about the great Mullins Bar in downtown Pittsburgh. Okay, No, 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 no. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I didn't say this over the air, right, about the the Mullins prediction. (laughs) No, listen, all joking aside, that's the point. Can you imagine, and Fezzik, you price things in the moment, Probably better than anyone I've ever met. Uh, you've, I'm guessing you made a lot of money on proposition bets in bars. And, well, you didn't really go to bars. In study groups, Dungeons and Dragons and such. Yeah, my Dungeons and Dragons group was big into this. <laughs> I mean, you had those 36-sided dice and all that stuff. I mean, let's be honest. If I said, I want to, you know, this Marlins, let, I think he's going to have the best debut in the modern history of the NFL. What kind of odds... I mean, it would have been, what, 500 to 1? 
250, and I would have laughed at anyone who took a shot at it. <laughs> so really, it sounds like you're like a dastardly bookmaker. You're saying you'd put a number out that if anyone took it, they'd be a sucker. Yes, true odds, 1,000 <laughs> to 1. <laughs> so wait, the true yeah. odds would have been 1,000. You would have gave, given me a quarter of that. Correct. Just like a It must be when you book, you just become, <laughs> you must become dastardly. No one's putting a gun to your head. You don't have to bet. Now, what would have happened... If I would have said, you know something, I'll give you the Raiders, I'll give you 30 points. How much would you have bet? Yeah, and the Raiders are favored. Let me do a little computation here. I would have been willing to lay 50 to 1. Okay, but what I'm saying is, and let's settle down. What I'm saying is, if I would have said, even money bet, Raiders Plus 30. I'm giving you 30 points. How much would you have bet? Oh, okay. Uh, my house. Okay. Now, <laughs> I think that's a fair statement. And the point is that there are no locks. So as sports betting becomes bigger and bigger and more mainstream, you're going to get more and more of the sell your house, sell your car, sell your kids and bet this game. Guys, there's a lot of good information providers out there. Pre-game, straight out of Vegas, we try very hard to be one of them. We think we are, but there's others. There's many other good ones. But if they tell you it's easy to win, if they tell you that there's locks, that's when you know you should run the other way. Because imagine if you had had the Raiders plus 30, on Twitter, they'd be like, "Ah, you stink at this. How'd you? How could you have lost that bet?" Well, up three nothing. They look good. <laughs> now, I also think though, we need to interpret what this Mullins performance means, and I don't want to be a uh, party pooper, but to me, this Mullins performance is something that feels not just an aberration, not just a fluke that it was so good. But I'm saying it seems unlikely to me that Mullins is even going to be, let's say, a good backup. If you had a bet right now, will Mullins be in this league in six years, even as a backup? Give me even money, I'd say no. What would you take? Agree. I think the no should be like minus 400. Okay. So you might say, wait a minute, that was an amazing performance Mullins had. It was. It was the best debut in the history of football since the merger, right? Joe Montana, go down the list. Doesn't matter. But if you compare that one game to a quarterback being undrafted, and then you compare it to the 40 or the 49ers having the whole offseason to watch Mullins and Bethard being what? At best, an average backup? When Bethard got hurt on Sunday, if they had any confidence in Mullins, it would have been, hey, you average backup, you're now less than that because you're hurt. You just go and relax, get that hand right, and we're going to put Mullins in because we got some faith in him. The fact they were fighting to game time decision not to start this guy says this was a shock to the 49ers as much as the rest of the world, which means they've got thousands of snaps in practice to assess this guy and they're not optimistic. Doesn't take away from the amazing performance. Kudos. 
I'm just saying trying to predict what it means for the future, I don't think it means much. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. You still have to, I think, make Bethard the better likely quarterback going forward. And now we can have a conversation about it, which we would not have had as of last week. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You had a bit of a conspiracy theory on the real situation for the Oakland Raiders. For our new and growing audience, first, restate the theory, and then how does what you've seen in the past week reaffirm your initial thoughts on the conspiracy? Well, first, Jonas, the only reason to have a co-host is so I don't have to brag for myself. You're here to do it. (laughs) But, boy, I think we were on to something. Now, we talked about this, what, two weeks ago now. And the theory at the time was everyone's questioning the Raiders, questioning their performance, questioning Gruden. And my question was, well, wait a minute. Maybe this isn't about winning games right now. Yeah, they want to win games, but maybe the Raiders' hire was more of a PR hire, public relations. Now, why would that be? Well, the rumor is that the Raiders are financially strapped. Now, we're not talking about, oh, the the shortest guy in the NBA kind of thing that's still very tall. We're talking about strapped potentially in a way that they didn't want to sign Khalil Mack because they couldn't because they literally didn't have the money to put in escrow for his guaranteed portion of his contract, which is a rule in the NFL with the agreement with the union. So we've heard that. We've heard people on the radio talk about just how short of money some people think the Raiders are. So imagine if that's true, that they had to sign away one of the top three or four defensive players, trade him away, Mac, because of a lack of money. Well, what do you do? You're thinking, well, when we get to Vegas, everything's going to be okay. And that's what I thought when I was driving out here is the first time. When I get to Vegas, it's all going to be different, right? And I guess it was. <laughs> Sometimes it happens that way. Well, I think it's going to happen that way for the Raiders. Is I think the Raiders, when they get to Vegas, year two in, all the luxury boxes, all of the financial upside of being in Las Vegas, I think the Davis family will be fine financially. But how do you get from here in Oakland today to the future? You hire a PR master. So today, Colin Cowherd was saying, oh, Gruden's one of the greatest broadcasters ever. I'm not sure he's even an above-average coach. Well, maybe they were hiring a media guy. Maybe they were hiring a communication specialist. Because if you listen to talk radio today, A big chunk of the conversation was Gruden's interview with Howie Long. Howie said, the Raiders. Okay, the fact that he has that, the conversation, at all the day after such an embarrassment means at least on the public relations side, Gruden was a heck of a hire. So what's going to happen in the interim, right? Uh, Oh, Raiders might lose a lot of games because they can't sign a guy like Mack. They have to trade away their number one receiver. And they're compiling draft choices. And, though, they're not going to be boring. Fans hate losing, 
but fans hate boring even more, and the Raiders will not be boring. And here's my promise. Let's put it on tape. If anyone's listening, oh, wait, we know that. In three or four years, we're going to wake up, and the Raiders are going to be like the 10th most valuable franchise in all of sports or some variation of that. The Davises are going to be fine financially and the rest of the owners. Gruden's still going to be the coach, and the team's going to be in the AFC championship because they have all these draft choices. And if the game is winning today, then the Raiders are losing. If the bigger game is getting to Vegas all in one piece and being pretty good when you get here and really good soon after, boy, it seems like uh, talk about trust the process. What do you think, Fez? I like it. And one thing that you brought up that I agree completely, the Raiders stink, but the Raiders are interesting. I can't wait to see the Raiders play the Chargers next week. Last word, Jonas. RJ, you being the voice of Vegas, is there any concern at all over what the product looks like now from the people in Vegas? No, we're so excited. I mean, look at the way that Vegas accepted the Golden Knights. I've been here 20 years and change now. In Vegas, I've never seen the city come together like it did for the Golden Knights. And that's hockey, right? And uh, hockey in the desert might be another way to say it. (laughs) This is one of the storied franchises in the history of all of American sports coming to Vegas. The NFL, it's really something where, yeah, we want a winner. But, boy, we didn't think the Golden Knights were going to be a winner, an expansion team. And even when they weren't, or at least when we weren't sure they would be, there was a ton of enthusiasm. So in my opinion, and I think it's pretty objectively true, there's just a ton of excitement about the Raiders getting here, especially with Gruden, because it's not going to be boring. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Guys, every Friday here on Straight Out of Vegas, we do something called the Wisest Wise Guy Wisdom. And why do we call it that? It's because we're getting it from wise guys, and it's the one wisest piece of wisdom on each game in the NFL. So we get started in Minnesota, where the Vikings are currently a five-and-a-half-point favorite hosting the Lions. And for me, this is driven totally by the Lions trading their key receiver, and in, in, in my opinion, it's the same thing that we just talked about when it came to the Packers. Is Detroit's in a playoff hunt and they trade Golden Tate. Why? Nobody knows. But what I promise you is the team can't be happy about that. That's a downgrade, in my opinion, for the Lions. The Chiefs an eight-point favorite at the Browns. I don't think there's any single factor more important of any NFL game this year than the head coach and the coordinator on offense in this case being fired not on a 10-day break, not on a bye week, but a normal six-day rest. I don't think I've ever seen both like that. And you have the D.C. becoming head coach. So you've effectively lost your defensive coordinator too. To me, the Browns, it might be better for them this change in the future, even a couple weeks from now, but it is a huge negative for the Browns right now, the coaching tumult. Steelers at the Ravens, Baltimore, two-and-a-half-point favorite. This is all about how close and competitive this series is. Steelers are all about motivation, and you know they're going to be motivated against the Ravens, and you know that taking points 
is the place you want to start with this, these teams because there's so many close games. Pittsburgh plus three, one of the better bets of the week. The Panthers, a six-point favorite hosting the Buccaneers. This is like when you finally hear about cryptocurrency in Men's Journal or let's say GQ is the time to quit investing in cryptocurrency. Well, now the Panthers have won enough games that everyone's saying, man, Cam looks pretty good with Norv Turner. Well, that's when that's when you have to be concerned. They've got too expensive. I think this line's a little bit expensive because the Panthers are getting love at this point. Jets at the Dolphins, Miami, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Miami's defense against the rush on the season is decent, but last two games they've given up 436 yards rushing which means the Jets have a good chance to be able to run the ball, which is key for Sam Darnold. The Redskins, a one-and-a-half-point favorite hosting the Falcons. This is the don't-make-sense line of the week. The idea that the Falcons are supposed to be a point-and-a-half better than the Redskins, right, because Redskins at home should be three, means the market is saying the Redskins are a worse team than the Giants. Think about that. The Giants were in Atlanta just last game for Atlanta, and what was the line, Fez? Line was pick them. Well, no, Giants were in Atlanta, and the line was about three and a half. Sorry, it ended yes, up closing. So you're saying at that point the Falcons are a half point better than the Giants. Now this line is saying the Falcons are one and a half points better than the Redskins. I don't get it. It, it doesn't make sense. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.